a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Brought to you by Canada Post. Head to canadapost.ca forward slash insight podcast for ideas to add value to your marketing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another week of Marketing Jam. I'm so excited that you've come here to join us this week, and we're going to dive right in to learn about later social media. We're going to talk about tools, and we're going to talk about kind of trends in the industry. Uh, and let's get right to it. So, Cameron, thank you for coming on the show. It's great to be here. Great to finally join you. Uh, we were saying uh, the last time I saw you, uh, we were in a train yep. in Squamish, sure. and uh, you were uh, just probably one of the most friendly, uh, kindest people at this conference, and and just uh, having a great time. And and that's kind of you. You seem so uh, happy. You seem like a happy person. <laughs> Often I am. I try to be optimistic, especially in this world. But uh, yeah, that was a great. That was a great conference. I loved how strange it was. Like the fact that we were in this. Like just like you said, we're in a train car in Squamish for a really big marketing conference. So it was it was yeah. a lot of fun. I think only in uh, we often would have people from Toronto or New York come out, yeah. and they said only in BC because you gather uh, you know hundreds of marketers to a, a train museum in, in Squamish. So a huge uh, thanks to Marwick for uh, being such a great partner over those years running the the conference there. But but those that are. Um, Visually watching this, uh, to your yep. left shoulder, um, tell me about this art piece here and describe it for our listeners and uh, what do we got? Oh, yeah, because we've, we've got to make sure we describe it for the podcast listeners. Um, so this is uh, a piece by Andy Everson, and he's an Indigenous artist, local Indigenous artist here. And he did a series uh, around Star Wars characters. So there's a Yoda, I think, a Darth Vader, and the one that I have behind me is a Stormtrooper, uh, and it's titled Villain. But it also incorporates a lot of the indigenous art of uh, traditional masks. And the reason why I love the piece is I'm a big fan of the power of myth, myth making and storytelling. And I just love the blend of these two things. Um, so, yeah, that's one of my favorite pieces. That's awesome. And then to your right shoulder, we can't neglect this last piece. What, tell me what you got there. <laughs> well, my mom will like that. So this is from... Uh, we had a little secret cabin that we used to rent up Indian Arm. Uh, and so my mom came uh, with uh, two little girls. And so she brought a bunch of art art stuff with her. And so this piece is like a painting of Indian Arm. But what she did is she put Chewbacca in the scene. So it's like a forest scene with mountains and sort of the ocean. And then Chewbacca's in the center. So as you can tell, I'm a big Star Wars fan and have been my whole life. And Cameron, thanks to you, this might be the uh, moment that our listeners turn to viewers. <laughs> right. So they can, <laughs> see what we're and they can about. scope out. Yeah, see what we're talking about, and scope out your amazing beard. Yeah, uh, that was looking so good. COVID beard. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found a good oil for your beard? I do, uh, but I don't use it very often. I have to admit, I'm okay. not doing all the things you're supposed to do to take care of your beard. I just shower, and you know, that's that's it. Awesome. Um, speaking of myth and story, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to want to talk about social media. Yeah. Uh, what does that look like for those that are using social media today, those that are using tools? How can they incorporate that whole idea of like lore and myth into the work they do in social media? Well, that's a that's a really big question. Um, I think what is really interesting about uh, the adoption of stories, like the big adoption of stories, and you now see stories not just on Instagram um, and of course Snapchat and you know, all of them now are, are moving into stories, is that that in fact is a storytelling medium. 
Um, where in the past, I think in the first sort of wave phase of social where it was text-based and Twitter, yeah, there was an element of storytelling and uh, I wrote a series around that. But really now you need to craft stories like, you know, there needs to be a beginning, a middle and an end um, to succeed on these uh, new video sort of platforms and mediums, right? Because once you get into to video, that's what people are craving. Um, and in terms of what a brand can do, I, what I think is important is to make sure that the customer is the hero in the story, uh, not, not your product. Um, and so in fact, at later, we're working on expanding our positioning and uh, I'll do a little inside baseball in terms of how we're thinking about mm -hmm. that positioning. But what I want to do is place our customers as, as the hero. So basically the world has changed. Um, how, how you market and grow your business has changed in a really big way. Uh, and social is a really important part of that. Um, and so in order to win in this new game, you need new tools. You need, a, you need a lightsaber. And later is your lightsaber. It's your tool to help you uh, in this new way. So you, know, you can use story to really craft archetypes. You can use story mm -hmm. in, in a micro way for each of your sort of visual experiences you're creating mm -hmm. uh, in your Instagram. So it's a really important part. Uh, marketing, and I, I'd argue a, a more important part today than it's ever been. So, Cameron, I grew up reading these books called Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. And I, I was so delighted uh, when I found out on YouTube you could do annotations at the end and let people choose the video. And so I remember running a couple of campaigns where you could choose videos at the end. But then one day YouTube said, no more annotations. I do that anymore. Yeah. 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 I, so, I read those books too. I used to love those books. So is there anything like that today? Can anyone do kind of a choose your own adventure experience? You know, I know that on Instagram stories, you can like have someone do something by pressing the, you know, going forward on the stories and it can kind of like do stop motion. But is there anything else as creative as the, the annotations back in the day? Yeah, I can't think of something that's like that specific. You know, I, all of marketing is choose your own adventure. You know, when I think about it, in oh, yeah, terms of, there is this new world of a very decentralized model. Like we need to yeah. meet customers as marketers. We need to, meet customers where they are. Um, my granddad, I used to fish with him in Northern Alberta and he'd say fish where the fish are biting. Uh, and mm. I'm always amazed at how slow people, marketers are to adapt to that concept of you need to meet people where they are. And so in terms of this choose your own adventure, um, I may decide to interact with your brand on Twitter. Um, then I'm gonna go over to Instagram. And for me, I'm expecting you to be able to one, Give me a message on both of those. Respond to me and be empathetic on both of those, but then drive me through an, uh, an experience uh, that you've crafted. Uh, and so in many ways, that is like every customer is going on their own, their own journey today. Um, and you've got to just lead them, lead them to the right, the right place. And almost every brand, if you think of them like a mountain, has multiple paths up to it. Some are blue, yeah. like Facebook, and some are kind of like multicolored, yeah. like Instagram. And yeah, yeah, that's a really good way to look but, at but it. But the but the important part is like you don't control, like you don't have the same kind of control you had before, right? It's it's not mm -hmm. like well, this is going to be top down broadcast. We have full control over the message over TV, and then they go to a store, and then the game is about getting product, you know, the right product placement on the shelf with the growth of direct to consumer brands, uh, that has completely changed. Where you know the game has completely changed to building relationships, long-term relationships with customers. So that's a, that's a major shift. And speaking of which, um, someone who's in marketing right now or someone who's doing social media marketing or, or looking into doing it, uh, there's a lot of tools out there. 
right? There's, there's Hootsuite, there's Sprout Social, there's Later. Like, where does Later stand in the middle of all those kind of social tools that are kind of bombarding us to say, use our tool, we will give you an owl stuffy if you do, or, or whatnot? Yeah, so I think the, the difference is really our focus on visual uh, and seeing mm -hmm. this trend of, uh, of the need to create visual experiences. Um, where, uh, you know, I used to work at Hootsuite, as you know, uh, really yeah. built off of a text paradigm because it was built with, with Twitter as sort of the first, yeah. first network where later was built and pioneered from, from, from scratch to really be an Instagram tool first. Uh, mm -hmm. and so that means we had to figure out visual and video. And mm -hmm. it, when you go into the later tool, you'll see that it is a very visual experience right down to being able to plan your feed and, and move your feed based off of what it looks like. Um, so everything that we do is got this spine and this backbone of visual. The other big thing that um, I think I underestimated even in the early years is when you're dealing with visual and video content, how to manage that content is a lot more complex. Like, you know, we have a free media library. We've got a library for you to be able to pull in content. Um, you probably have more collaborators on it. So it really is a different game and almost to a point where I feel like later plays in a different category than than Buffer or Hootsuite. Um, because you've got this intersection of social, for sure, you know, in terms of publishing, we do that, scheduling, we do that um, on you know, all the channels. And then this important part of content, which, which I think they're missing, like that, that's really important. And then this new thing that's coming on, the other concentric circles is um, commerce and social commerce. Mm -hmm. And and that is finally, you know, there's been the promise of social commerce for, for a long time, but that finally is getting traction. Um, where if you are a consumer brand, especially if it's an impulse purchase type of product, you can, social commerce works and people are, are building businesses around it. So yeah, so later, the day, late, later yeah. is that's, that's the main thing that I would say is the, the difference. Could, uh, could a brand or an agency, uh, you know, kind of put Hootsuite and Sprout Social on the shelf and just use later to manage all their client accounts? Yeah, yeah, you got, absolutely. Yeah, LinkedIn, you got, okay, okay. So it's kind of, you're, you're playing in that alternative. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and I don't think we've done a great job of telling that story. So a lot of what we're working on, as I told you before, we're working on our positioning. So you'll start seeing us talk about how we are a visual social marketing platform, where I think the world knows us as the number one uh, Instagram scheduler, Instagram marketing platform, which I'm all for. It's, I'm, it's a great spot to be. Um, I think people would be surprised that we're bigger than Buffer now in terms of the size of our business, in terms of the, the number of customers that we have. I think those guys are great. I, I love the the business that they've built uh, and the brand they built. But uh, yeah, we're we're now uh, a bigger entity than than they are. Wow! And, and born and bred here in Vancouver. Yeah, Van Vancouver company. Yeah, yeah, and and pioneering this space, which I'm really proud of. So um, later has over a hundred thousand paying customers. We have four million users around the world. We have sixty one of the top one hundred interbrands uh, use later. Um, and we're growing wow. at, you know, the last three years we've grown 10 X in terms of the business. So we're a hundred people now. And I, I think, I just know most people in Vancouver don't, it, it just happened so fast. People don't yeah. know that that's sort of where we're at. Um, so yeah, I'm really proud of, of what we built and really excited about where we're going. That's incredible. And, and tell me about the conference that's coming up that people need to hear about. Ah, later con. Yeah, thanks. That's great. So we just announced our speaker lineup. We've got 25 awesome speakers. Um, so I encourage everyone to search LaterCon. You'll, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, I, we did it for the first time last year. We had 60,000 people register. Uh, and so my challenge to the team is 100,000 this year. 
Uh, and we're, I mean, I, I'm surprised and it's a testament to the team, but we're tracking to get 100,000 people uh, registered for LaterCon. So over 25 speakers, there's no fluff. It's not a salesy conference. Um, we, we want practitioners and we want uh, really to focus on quality. So I think we'll have up to six hours uh, that day of quality, quality content. Uh, we're gonna have speakers from YouTube, speakers from Instagram, uh, speakers from BuzzFeed, speakers from Thrillist, uh, Adobe is gonna be there as well. So yeah, I'm really excited. It's amazing. And you have one of my favorite uh, Instagrammers, uh, aka I think I think she is a uh, speaker who stands up for women and their bodies, and that all bodies are awesome. Sarah, uh, who is a fellow Canadian as well, she uh, birds papaya. Some people yeah. know her as, yeah. um, which I thought was so awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, she's going to do the keynote. Actually, she's she's sort of oh. our top. Yeah, she's our top uh, top speaker. So yeah, I'm really excited about her participating and check out her her Instagram handle. Um, but yeah, the most important thing for for the folks is that LaterCon is free. Just give your email and we'll give you the information. And it's uh, it's six hours of, of good quality content. And that's that's what we do with all our marketing, which again is, you know, if I have to give advice to, to marketers is you've got to be generous um, and you've got to make sure you're adding value. So if we're sitting here a year from now, right, it's 2021, uh, what's kind of Later's contribution to the world of marketing and social? What do you what do you kind of hope it's done? Uh, well, a year from now, I think that uh, we've got to get that story out there that we are a full social platform. I think that's the first step. Um, I think the, the next step of where we're going is really embracing this idea of visual experiences and helping people build these micro these micro experiences, like whether it's a story and you're doing that on multiple different platforms to, to create your brand. And when I look at our evolution of we've done a really good job of helping companies grow from an awareness perspective of like, how to get fans, how to get followers. Later is a tool to help you do all, all those things in a way that saves you time. But I think the next step is that commerce side. How do you help me sell things? Um, how do you help me through the entire customer experience? Um, and this is where I look to direct to consumer brands that I think are the ones that we should be watching because I think they're doing it right. So, you know, Glossier has created a billion dollar company off of focusing on social and content. It's not a secondary thing that they give an intern to. It's the main thing that grew their business. Um, and so we want to provide that kind of support for all kinds of businesses. The other really cool trend that I'm seeing is micro, the growth of micro businesses or micro brands. Uh, and COVID has just accelerated this. The fact that if somebody has a passion um, and they've had an idea, you don't have to build a website to start. You know, all that stuff can be outsourced. I'm seeing companies now, some of our favorite customers are small. And they started with an Instagram account. That's how they started their business. Not with a website, with an Instagram mm -hmm. account. You start with that, you build a follower base, you, you create an engaged community uh, by being honest and authentic and telling people how you do things and why you do things. That's all through social. That's all through visual experiences. Um, and you, do, you create your business that way. And then you, know, then you can figure out how do I create a product that actually can add value to this community? So um, how businesses are being started in this sort of micro business trend is really fascinating in that they're not starting, some of them are not even starting with a product, you know, register domain name, get website, you know, hire someone to build an expensive website. They're starting with like my uh, buddy of mine here in Vancouver, mm -hmm. get this, he's got a, uh, Simpson meme cycling account on Instagram. So it's like an intersection of Simpson memes and the cycling world, which I'm like, what is, that's a thing. He's like, oh yeah, I've got thousands. I've got thousands of followers. He goes, now I'm selling wow. uh, stickers and T-shirts, and uh, and he's this is just off the side of his desk. But it's a 
it's a, a side business. So um, in terms of where I, I see wow. us in terms of our mission, it's really empowering uh, small entrepreneurs, small businesses to be able to do things like that. You know, follow your passion, build a niche, build a community and figure out a way to make some money out of it. So I'm really excited about that. Amazing. So, so speaking of commerce, I love that you're addressing this. So I remember the day when Instagram launched where you could click on sections of the photo and you could buy right from Instagram, which was a big deal. For, for years, it was always like to yes, know it, yeah. right? And, and they'd, it could be an, a third-party app. Um, how does Later help with that? What's the role that you guys play in like tagging things properly and getting yeah, connected so, to a store? So one tool and what, that we what's kind of, have that's been a real them? success, and it's one of these things that's so simple um, that you kind of get surprised, but it's our link in bio feature. Um, so like that, just this simple idea of how this world works, as you know, uh, Instagram doesn't allow you to link out on your post. You, you often, you always are saying, you know, go to my link in bio. So we've got a link in bio product. It actually is, we've got a free option too. So people can sign up right now. Um, but that allows you to create a page that mirrors your Instagram account. It happens all, all automatically. So, you know, you're linking your bio, you go to that page and that is your Instagram account. So it has all the links that you want. So you don't have to change your link in bio all the time. It like, it just goes. So that all, all happens within the scheduling app. Like Amazing. you create the link, make sure that it goes to link in bio. So um, we've got that tied to Shopify. So we've got integration with Shopify. Um, so because we're living in this world, as I mentioned before, that mm -hmm. is like decentralized, some people That's and awesome. some products will make sense just to go to Instagram, Instagram native, use their shopping, and you can do it all there. That's cool. And we obviously help you grow your Instagram account. But some people will want to drive to their Shopify account, and some brands that's that's going to be really important. And so, uh, link in bio, and you know, we're working hard on, on building more features for that to to really integrate into um, businesses, commerce, e commerce. And I've got to say, uh, of all the training and kind of free training online, later you guys have really have a robust kind of system or setup of like. You want to know something? You've got the training tool for it. Tell yeah, me about so why you guys is, have done that and um, kind of why you this idea so of generosity. Um, and and it's something that I uh, we employed at Hootsuite as well in terms of building that brand. Um, if you're going to start thinking like a media property, right? This is what you've heard this for years in terms of this is what brands need to do. Um, you've got to build an audience. To build an mm -hmm. audience, you've got to create value for them, um, and that's the number one thing. So the number one thing that I can tell. Um, other brands and other marketers out there is that focus on quality, like not not about BS, but that means that you got to hire people that really know what they're talking about. Um, it's not about winning the search engine. That's a component of it. But the way you're going to win the search engine game is by writing the best content. Um, and so, you know, I've got a great marketing team of people that live and breathe um, social and live and breathe Instagram. So they know what they're talking about and we hire freelancers if we need to in terms of their expertise, their real expertise. So no fluff. Um, and so we put a lot of effort into that. And I really see it in a way, being a SaaS and being a freemium SaaS, it is all about building a long-term relationship with our customer base, even our free user base. So that means our content has to match. You know, what, what does our tool do? It helps people in terms of adding value of saving time, uh, and being able to navigate this ever-changing, quickly-changing world of social. We do the exact same thing on our content. It's, uh, it's something that's very complementary to the product. So um, it's something that we, we, just, we invest a lot in, and I, you just got to make sure you hire people that know what they're doing and talking about. 
That's awesome. Uh, and now tell me about your relationship with Canva. Like, could, could does someone still need Canva when they come on to later? Yeah, so there, there are some Canva things in which we have, uh, in, we have integrations. Uh, like, we have integration with Unsplash that we just announced. Um, and uh, and so we do have a media library that's nice. free. You can put all your, your media there. So there is some overlap. Canva is a great tool, yeah. and we are talking to Canva as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, there is this area in terms of visual content where, you know, how right. much are you authoring? And there is some light authoring that you can do, um, in, in later and how much are you collecting, storing, you know, planning, uh, and, and later helps you with all, all those things. Yeah. Uh oh. So Cam, I'm going to hit you with a hard hitting question here. Um, Sprout has the leaf, uh, has the owl. What is later? Uh, that's laters? a great question. It's an alligator, of course. It's an alligator. It's Thank a later you. gator. Yeah. Is there a later alligator? <laughs> Not seen it's the later gator. Where internal. is this? So, I, I can find it somewhere. In terms of our like what you see on Slack, <laughs> and in terms of the memes that we follow, and some of our swag that we have internally, uh, there's the later gator. Yeah. So, and then we also have a uh, we have a hack week. Okay. Um, thing that we do every okay. sort of five months as a team. So one of the last hack weeks, uh, a team created a really cool uh, remote um, video conferencing tool. So it basically is a robot that will go through the office for our team that's remote and find the person that you want to talk to and then kind of tilt up and uh, and you can then talk to the person. Super cool idea. And it's amazing what like these people can build in a week. But that was a gator. So then so they created the robot, but the brave robot was an alligator with the eyes and the teeth. That's our later gator. Now, will you see that a mascot of that an alligator that is uh, at um, later time so, in two years from now? I don't know about that. I'm not sure whether I'm doing a mascot again. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. So um, we start off early days as a Hootsuite agency. Um, Random fact, at, at early, early days when it was still Invoke, uh, I on occasion would volunteer and dress up in an owl costume, like the original owly outfit, that, that and go to events stinky, and try to promote outfit. Hootsuite. That, that um, when I was, <laughs> yes, the original, yeah, and then they, yeah, and then they got a new one, which was way nicer. It was like they upgraded it, and it I was like, dang, man, I was in the old one all these times. And I'm like, I don't not want to put on that stinky costume, the one that you <laughs> wore four years earlier that had never been watched. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I don't know who. Maybe dry cleaners can wash it. I don't know. Yeah. But um, but we we then switched over to Sprout to give it a try. So we were we were in Sprout for a while, and then we just realized like the the contract was robust and it was it was crazy. The um there was the glitches were still happening throughout it, and and then the customer service wasn't at the level we had hoped. So we we are actually on the search right now. So as an agency who's looking and kind of, and I, I, we always just looked at like, hey, do you go to Sprout or Hootsuite? Those are the two biggest. But what, if we look at later now, you're saying, hey, yeah. the, our UVP is that, hey, we're, we're visual first. Uh, right. We have that's everything right. those other yeah, two can that, do, but we're right. more that's visually right. centered. Right. Would you say that? And, you know, not, the, not, I don't want to talking about competitors. Okay. They all do good things, right? And, and, you know, Hootsuite's focus on the enterprise. If you're an enterprise no. company, of course, I, you of know, course. I love Hootsuite. They're awesome. Off you go. Sprout 2, for the most part, is focused on enterprise, and that's where their growth is going to be, and that's great. They're also are a good tool yeah. for many different things. But if you are a consumer brand yeah. where where visual is really important to you, that Instagram is one of your primary channels, you've got to you've got to check out later. 
you've got to check out later. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's a great way. But but if, if you're like maybe man, I just need a tool that can manage my Twitter and my I'll LinkedIn. I mean, maybe sure, maybe those other two are on your side. Be fine. You know, it might be a better option. But the world is. But I, you know, my argument is the world is visual today. Really, it's going to be really even cool. more so. Um, and the trends there are, are. It's just a different. It's a different medium, and it's yeah. the software that you need to manage that is just different. Um, and so you don't want to be in a in a platform that's par their paradigm is a, a text based paradigm. Yeah, and, and the connectivity between later and say uh, LinkedIn videos LinkedIn and YouTube. Where so is that you're at? You're going to hear something very channels. soon. Uh, YouTube, I think, is further okay. further out, um, but certainly something that we're looking at. Uh, the other one, we, I, I also have okay. to mention, there's a little one called TikTok. Yeah, uh, and, and that, I, I know. Um, we we will have some news uh, potentially about at later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, How's, how's your yeah, how's your TikTok uh, dances been? Have you have you have you ventured into that world? Sorry, a fourteen year old. She just had a birthday, um, and so the fourteen year old <laughs> is all over, obviously, all okay. over TikTok. She was probably yeah, you know, okay. all over Musically. Um, the really interesting thing with her, she never. Yeah. It's all in her drafts, so she yeah. never posts anything, but she loves creating. And to watch her yeah. create the you know using these tools, oh, yeah. and learning how to do video editing, learning awesome. how to do storytelling um great it's great to see like i encourage her to do it like there's all uh, there's good oh. and bad in social we all know that um creativity that it that it builds and yeah. you know that's something yes. about this this move to visual experiences too that i'm noticing like the people that i need to hire need to have different skill sets than than even the social media people that i hired a couple years ago because yeah. these authoring tools like whether you're natively if you're on tiktok or if you're on instagram are what you can do with it is complex uh, and powerful, but you need to know how to how to author it, and you need to be a good storyteller, and you need to be a yeah. video person, and you probably need to be able to do some on camera stuff too. Like, it's you got to have like be a full stack visual marketer. Um, but anyways, back to my kids. Yeah, she's got me dancing uh, often, and yeah. uh, which is great and fun, um, and I'm terrible at it, but that's amazing. That's, that's that's so fun. I also have a 13-year-old boy, uh, boy yeah. though, and he's yeah, turning yeah. 14 in October. So yeah, going to grade nine, what that looks like. So, and and yeah. and he is a consumer time, on TikTok, I mean, but not a creator. If, so he's if, a, if some yeah. of your listeners yeah. haven't been on TikTok and are kind of like, what? That's for kids. You just got to just go on and watch, oh. and you give it give it 10 minutes, and you'll be in there for two hours. You know, and once it starts figuring out the type of content you like, it's I've never seen yeah. a more oh. addictive. Again, good and bad with that. More addictive social network. I've been doing this for yeah. eight years. You know, yeah. it's it's wild. Yeah. 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 So, what do you think if you were um, say you were TikTok right now, and what's your opinion? You think they have uh, they're, they're, Instagram they're probably thinking that all that sucks that they copied what we're doing, uh, and that it's. But you know, you can't fight the network effect, like. So, so that might, it might work. I mean, they've done that before and it works. It's all about whether they get traction or not. Uh, and, and then the other, the other challenge for Instagram is how much can you stuff yes. into, yeah. into that um, app or it's like, I can't keep, you know, I got IGTV. So we'll see. I don't know whether yeah. uh, we'll see if it works. The people, the people will decide if it works, if it makes the major changes. I mean, TikTok has other, uh, as we know, other yeah. big challenges yeah. and 
and so I would guess that they're more focused on, oh, yeah. uh, on that because uh, that could be an existential threat to them. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. It's not a it's not a shoe in that that Reels is going to win. Um, but we're we're playing with it, and you know we've got lots of content on it as well. That's awesome. I, I remember the day um, Instagram launched their their filters, their their face filters, and kind of like all the things. We had Snap in our office at the time, and we're and it launched that day. I was like, hey, wait, what do you think of this? And I remember them just being like, well, that's interesting. We'll yeah, see, yeah. but we've got the their whole thing was we've got yeah, the audience, yeah. right? And it's true it, they've managed to stay uh, yeah. uh, uh, an audience. Like my son yeah. doesn't like to text again, being thirteen. Well, this, but is, he'll this is going snap. back to that decentralized like he loves world. Snap message like, that's versus why you anything else. Like later, that is like as a business to like I got to bring this all in one place because um, they you know teenagers and and that's just gonna that adults yeah. are gonna mirror where teenagers are at. Like they use Snap to message their friends. They use TikTok for the yeah. the fun. They use you know Twitter for something else. They use Instagram for just the aesthetic side when they want to show off. But they use it all. Yeah. You know, like it all depends on the the purpose at the time. And they're switching back and forth all yeah. the time. So we um, thought it'd be funny yeah. to do a video about speed dating all the social media channels. Um, and, and so we personified all the oh, channels yeah, yeah. and we, we, we kind of did a POV of what it was like to date Instagram or LinkedIn and, and that kind of thing. So where do you think Later's role, if, if there was a speed dating and all the social media channels showed up to do yeah, a speed dating, the, what's yeah, Later's role? The are they the organizer? The, are they the, the facilitator? Are they we're the, the matchmaker. Yeah, I love all of them. I love them okay. all equally. Uh, because it, it, okay. it, and the other, the other really yeah. interesting trend that I'm seeing is the pace of change. Like, the, the fact that, you know, back in the Hootsuite day, you'd have a new social network pop up, you know, Peach or whatever, and it'd come and take some time and you'd see and then it'd go away. You know, like there was a couple of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was just so many. Meerkat? Uh, Meerkat? What, you know, what that would be sort of months or whatever. Now it's all like weeks oh. in which things are changing. So you need a partner when you're looking yeah. at an agency or if yeah. you're looking at a social platform like later that's a pioneer that's in the front like that's why i'm so excited about tiktok yeah. i don't know what's going to happen with tiktok uh but we got to try because mm -hmm. it's our job to stay in the front of what's happening yeah. um because in that speed dating sort of scenario there's another there's another great looking person that has a great catch that's going to come through that door <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Sure. like Cora. Sure. I mean, who, Quora who knows? Or, I mean, it's WeChat not like TikTok maybe? was came out of nowhere. It was musically yeah. for a long time, but then just boom, it's it's a thing you got to pay attention to. So, um, yeah. I would, you know, if I have to predict, yeah. we're going to have another TikTok. Uh, I don't know when. I don't know which one. Uh, and so you've got to be on top of it, and you've got to be on all these new mm -hmm. channels because the other thing I've learned through my uh, eight years specifically being focused on social is. When there is a new channel that that has an audience to, mm -hmm. you've got, again, this is shortening, but in the day you had about a year and a half, two years to jump on that. Um, and and you could do great things by jumping jumping on a, a network early um, and being one of the best because you get this exponential growth and you're seen as one of the, mm -hmm. the best. And, uh, and now you've got a huge, powerful channel. Um, now, what has changed is that timeline, like, oh, you got a year and a half, go. It's like, now it's like you have six months, <laughs> like really to really build on this new channel so i encourage people to try mm -hmm. try new channels and and pick the ones that are going to work for you but um you need a partner that's going to help you do that okay i'm so curious about this question um 
Google Plus was a, a you know failed attempt of Google to do a social platform. Uh, was you know it used to be Google Places, but now it's Google My Business. Uh, Would you consider well, that a social uh, platform? No, I don't Google think so. Business, but uh, it doesn't matter. Called. I know this is this is where I'm like uh, okay. this is where I feel okay. like I, I said this earlier that maybe later yeah. is in a different category because I think I think the category of social is is changing and evolving. Um, and you know you see Facebook doesn't even use social very often. Pinterest, Pinterest, another speaker at LaterCon, Pinterest, uh, which we have an integration with, um, doesn't call itself a social. They're, they're not a social. They're not a social network. They're a search. They're a visual search company. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one yeah. one is and a Twitter little bit of a new the, channel. which is normal in technology that you have this sort of um, phase of disillusionment. Like if you remember the hype around social, social is going to change everything. Like this is the first phase. It's always like this new technology. It's all good. It's all, there's nothing bad about it. It's all good. It's going to change the world. Yeah. Uh, then people are like, oh, well, I tried it. I spent a lot of money on it. Uh, it didn't change the world for me. Then you have the, the phase of uh, disillusionment where people are like, that sucks. That's terrible. So now like social's terrible. It doesn't work. It's like, no, you guys stick with it because it's as the technology catch up, it catches up it's the next phase where it's like it's now that we're in social commerce it's really working for companies and yeah. so you don't want to be in that group that's like discounted it so there's that period of time where social was kind of like a negative thing um and mm -hmm. i think also part of it is just to say this world is evolving so yeah. you could call all media social in some ways right i'm sure mm -hmm. if we really talked about that google product you could argue mm -hmm. it's a social product uh, but it's like so it's like almost like that term e-business back in you know i'm so old yeah. i remember when we used e-business no. you know it's like all business is e-business like all yeah. all media is social in some element so i think that's where we're going i think the world is evolving and i don't know whether we'll be using social uh the word social in the same way a couple years from now oh, that's brilliant I also feel like, um, you know, there's blue collar, white collar jobs, right? I feel like there's, there's been this whole trend in the last, I'd say, even eight years of new collar jobs. They never mm -hmm. existed before, right? Social media manager. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm seeing a conference like LaterCon, um, the training you guys provide, you're adding. And I love that term you said, it's not just an intern's job to do social media. Mm -hmm. Like, it's an actual profession. And it's and it's more complicated than it's ever been. That That's the thing. Like, it's... So you need to, like, for me to find a good social person, and I've got some great social people, like I said, you need to be a storyteller, you need to understand video, you need to understand editing, you need to understand these authoring tools, you need to understand scheduling, you need to understand analytics. Oh, let me put paid social on your back too. So you have to understand paid. Like, these people are superstars. Um, and, uh, and it's hard to find people that can do all those things. Uh, and then at the same time, if you look at this last year, like my heart goes out to all those social media marketers out there that's listening to this podcast, like tough, tough six months for yeah. people that are on the front line. Um, and I think for, for a lot of organizations, they don't recognize one, the value, you know, again, it's seen as this sort of secondary channel that I think we do because of what, why we used to do PR where it's like, no, this is the full customer journey. When you're doing social, mm -hmm. right. It's, it's a primary channel, not a secondary channel. And so you need to invest in the right people. They need to have the right training. They need to have enough staff. Um, they need to be able to take some time off because when you're dealing with a stressful situation in terms yeah. of crisis, they're right on the front lines, you know, listening and absorbing to all this and also having to respond quickly. So really tough job. Um, and that's why, you know, we put on things like LaterCon to help them because uh, I, I, I think it's a really tough but creative and interesting 
job, you know, and when I when I think about what got me into marketing, it was around, you know, go back to Star Wars and uh, and my love of storytelling. And I can see the medium now is matched that like you can you can just see the creativity that I see from brands and from just creators is amazing in terms of what they're going to use with these new tools. And and our our kids, our 13 and 14 year olds, take a look at what they're doing. Like, can you imagine what they're yeah. going to be able to do with VR and AR? Um, the fact that my 14 year old can can edit like I would never there's no way I could have those skills I mm -hmm. had nothing close to that when I was her age nor access to create these stories that they want to tell hmm. wow so Cameron those that want to learn more about later later con uh, be in touch with you what, where can they go yeah so uh, later.com uh, l-a-t-e-r.com um, and from there you'll be able to see uh, you know all the information you need Later is a free tool, so you can sign up for Later or the link in bio uh, feature that I told you about. Those are both free, so it's easy for you to jump in, give it a try. Uh, LaterCon, I think you can, yeah, I think you can link off right now off the homepage, but just search, Google search LaterCon, free conference, sign up September 23rd, tell your friends. Um, last one was great, uh, and it's going to be six hours of just great content helping people. This is awesome. Cameron, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jam. man. So good to spend time with you. Good to see you again. Uh, not in a train, but over uh, Skype here, which is very lovely. Nice. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. Yes. Uh, well, uh, thank you for welcoming me into your office. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in person soon. Yes. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week on Marketing Jam. Uh, all the show notes and links will be uh, in the description. Uh, and we'll see you next week on The Jam. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.